Life is a long learning curve and the legacy we leave behind can help to set the direction for the next generation. I love history and I need to take more responsibility on a personal level to learn more about our past. I suppose as we get older, we tend to focus on what is in front of us because the road we're traveling is becoming shorter. I was out in my kayak this past weekend. It was pretty exciting for me. I'd injured my rotator cuff three years ago, and for the past couple of years, it was pretty much a no-go for getting out in the kayak. I can't describe how happy I was to be able to get back out on the water, even if I was taking it easy and, you know, being cautious with my paddling. Have you ever heard of the Royston wrecks? Well, they aren't really wrecks, but actually sunken ships that have been laid to rest near the shore. These ships can be seen sticking out of the water, and the rusted pieces are a reminder that we aren't the only people to have enjoyed this land over the years. I believe there are 14 ships underneath these rolling waters, some pieces still very visible to the eye from shore. I've read online that these ships were placed there on purpose during the early 20th century. Why would someone do that? Well, it turns out that the logging industry was booming around the Comox Harbour at that time, and the unpredictable weather and waters were creating challenges for ships and crews. In an effort to create a breakwater to calm the treacherous water, the ships were brought in and deliberately sunk. Oh, it didn't stop there. Over a few decades, ships that no longer served their seafaring purpose were towed out to the harbour, drilled full of holes and then sunk. A combination of ships, including whalers, windjammers, lumber carriers, destroyers, steam tugs, they're now at the bottom of the ocean. Rumour had it that one of the ghost ships was a rare ship constructed in Liverpool in 1896. Apparently sailors believed the ship was cursed by an old stowaway who'd been forced to walk the plank. This iron-hulled, three-mastered windjammer endured multiple strange accidents while working as an immigrant ship or a cargo hauler, and it was felt that there was a curse on the ship. Today this area is a destination for kayakers, paddleboarders, and divers. Birds can be found nesting in the structures, and remarkably, the little island that you can kayak out to is clean and has not succumbed to litter bugs. I was somehow reminded of the sternwheelers I was so fond of in the Yukon and the history that I'd come to cherish as a child growing up in the north. I remember the day the SS Casca and the SS Whitehorse burned down. I was in grade three at the time, and the rising smoke left a pit in our stomachs. At eight years old, we knew we'd lost an important part of our heritage that day when those boats burned down. I love visiting the SS Klondike when I visit my hometown. I did an essay about it in seventh grade, and I've always had a strong soft spot for that retired vessel. But no matter where you travel, there is history, and without knowing more, we can't understand what our predecessors went through in order for us to be where we're at today. I think of all the Indigenous people who lived here a long time ago, whose lives were changed by the arrival of newcomers to the area. It is with respect that I acknowledge that my podcast is created in the traditional unceded territory of the Comox First Nation. Please be sure to catch the podcast I recorded by the ocean yesterday. I was sitting on a log at 6am sharing thoughts that had come to fruition after my afternoon at the Royston Rex. Have a great week everybody. Enjoy your day.